Welcome everybody, new episode of In Search of Zen, we're your hosts AJ Bate, Jason Allen. Today is a very, uh, it might be a little bit intense, because we got a bunch of things to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jason is hanging on by a thread, so <laughs> we'll make it through. Uh, please donate to this man, you know? Dying. Give- Give him all your sugar, or don't, or whatever he don't <laughs> no, give him all the opposite. I mean, opposite, yeah. yeah. Take all the sugar no away sugar. from him. Uh, but thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we're very happy to have you listening on this very fine Tuesday. Um, we, uh, you and I, we did a uh, Friday on Le- uh, at, at Levity Levity Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a sold out show, which was out sold out as for max capacity. Yeah, uh, for yeah. fifty people. Exactly. It was good. It actually was the setup as far as like how they are seated and mm. things like that was fine. That's yes. That's not that was the good, problem. yeah. No, that was not the problem at all. The problem was the, the people in the seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> no, it's um it it was definitely uh it was brutal for me. Uh I, I definitely left and contemplated quitting a business that I'm not even, <laughs> nobody knows that I'm even in, you know, but uh, it's just, you live and you learn. It's one of those where it's like, it just hurts so much. Right. Yeah. You weren't happy with. No, way, way. not at all. Uh, and I feel like, uh, you know, before COVID happened, you, we had a lot more shows. So if you, let's say, have a bad set on Wednesday, you know that Thursday is going to come by. And you're gonna redeem yourself. You're gonna make it up right away. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes now, because of COVID, we have to wait until like next weekend to redeem yourself. So you just have to like live with that horrible set for yeah. like the whole week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just I don't know. It's just even talking about it depresses me. But like, <laughs> it was just that bad. It was horrible. Well, tell us what you think about it first. Uh, well, part of it is that so one group bought like five tables so it was like 20 people from one group and it was somebody's birthday within that group and these people were very much not to you know not to judge or categorize people but they were the type of people east hamilton curse of writing tattoos on their fucking necks Kind of bumming darts outside. So you're saying uh, kind of white group. nationalists? They were white trash, is what they were. I don't know if they were white nationalists. You were, you were very, were you were trash. very subtle about like without judging. You just pretty much like. I'll judge completely. Actually, they were fucking Crocs and socks. <laughs> Crocs and socks. That's the most fight fight you at Walmart kind of mm-hmm. group, which is like, hey, it's fine. I'll tell jokes to anybody. If you listen, um, a legit domestic was breaking out during the show mm-hmm. where this couple is like scream, like arguing with each other mm. in the showroom, like screaming back and forth at each other. Mm. Um, I'm told it was, um, you know, it, it, uh, they attempted to stop it a few times, mm-hmm. but then it kept going on. So it's like, well, there's got to be an ultimatum after. There's got to be a consequence after a while. Absolutely, you can't just go. Well, we tried. We talked to them three times, and, and they didn't listen. So now we just let them stay in here. It's got to be like we talked to them three times, and now they're being told to leave. Yeah, like there needs to be a consequence. Yeah, um, but that didn't happen. No, and that's fine. That's something that 
I could deal with, I guess. You you deal with it. You you talk to them and then maybe jump back into your jokes. It's not ideal. I do think that people should receive consequences after three warnings. It shouldn't just be like, well, three warnings and now we give up. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's like establishment. It's That's pretty much what it is. You it should three be three strikes, strikes you're out. out. But it's so hard to tell people to leave it the show nowadays leave, because... Especially now. That means if you're asking um, people to leave, that means you're asking four people at a time to leave, which is... You go well, from- and really... With how big their group is, it could have been twenty people. Yeah, that could have been like, twenty. Which I get, I get where the club is in a tough situation there too, because they are they weren't a big group, so you you kind of like you they kind of got the keys to the room mm-hmm. that night they do. because they were such a big group and because clubs are struggling right now, they really did get uh, got catered to almost too much for how they were behaving. Yes. Um, but I get it. I, I'm sure it's not easy for any club or business owner right now. So I can kind of get that, um, through my set. I felt like my set was going good, even though I had to you fight. Had a good set. You had a good set. I had to fight with that couple to kind of shut up a couple times. And again, they weren't talking to me. They were just yelling so loudly at each other that it was like getting looks. Mm-hmm. And I kind of settled them down. Uh, I do a joke. I don't remember which joke. It gets an applause break. I'm starting to feel like good, like it's rolling, and I'm yeah. I'm getting into like ending the set. Uh, and then right after the applause break, this lady in the closest to the front goes, "Hey, before you do your next joke, can you go get the waitress for me? I'm on stage, like mm. I'm I'm a comic." on the show and mm. I'm like what are you talking about like I don't work here in that way like what do you what do you mean and she's like no I just think I just want to drink and I haven't seen her and I think you know you'd be funnier the more I drink and I didn't take that as like an attack like you're not funny to me you know what mm. I mean well you should have but that's okay <laughs> I just thought of it more like no I definitely took it more as like no I know you're in your 40s or 50s, you've never been to a live show before. No. You have no respect for how this works. No. And you're just thinking, I want another drink. This guy's got a microphone. He works for me now. Yeah. We have no control over this But it's show. also like. There's, no, there's been no boundaries set. No, but it's not like waiters are walking around. It's not like waiters are walking around with microphones in their hands and like she mistook you for one. It's quite obvious. No, no, no. It's, that you it's don't very, have an you don't have an apron on you that says the name of the club. No, you're, it's very ignorant of her. A hundred percent. I'm yeah. not letting her off the. Oh hook no, no, you're not. I know you're not. No, by any means. I uh, I made fun of her for a minute. Got back into my stuff. It ended fine. I was still very upset. Again, I was just upset. By how much these people have already taken over the show when we're kind of allowed to take over this yes, show. Yes. That was the really um, annoying part for me. People were talking to me after the show. They were very nice. Um, things went fine like after that for me. Um, again, just like it's a, I don't know. It's a Canadian thing. In a way, Definitely and here's is. what all like here's what I mean by that. I used to work. I've worked with this comic before, uh, named L- Lamont Ferguson. He's from San Diego. Tours with Absolute. 
He does a lot of clubs. He's way more of a show culture in the States. And there Lamont is. will even say, because in Canada, he can do shows and be like, has anybody ever not been to a live comedy show before? Mm. And people in their 40s and 50s will be raising their hands. And he goes, in the States, you ask the same question. You might get somebody in their early 20s raising their hand. But if you were in your 40s or 50s, you've been to, you've, a, you've been to a show. Yeah. You've had some kind of experience. Yeah. With live entertainment live before. Entertainment, absolutely. And I feel like the group that we had has never done something like this before. No, but that's because when I was outside after my horrible set, um, the lady who was who, 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 who her husband was the birthday guy, she was outside as well at the same time. And she came up to me and was, you know, apologizing and telling me like, oh, most of my friends that we brought with us. They've never been to a comedy show before. Yeah, yeah. It didn't even so look they, like they've been in public. No, it, it was definitely very indecent. Um, now you've you've said how your set went, but um, mine, I because of how I saw them treat you, and this is really kind of uh, my bad, which is I went on stage with the anger already that they're gonna they're gonna heckle me and that they're gonna just be very rude and abruptive and i kind of just was on the attack mode right off the bat which in retrospect did not help the situation right, whatsoever right. it didn't like it didn't like cuz i cuz i recorded my set unfortunately video and you know how hard it is to watch a bad set afterwards oh yeah it's just i wanted i contemplated like just really just kind of deleting everything on social media of myself and just was, it, it, I was horrified. It was the, one of the worst experiences ever rewatching that set again. Right. And if you just take out the times where I told jokes and just did an edit of me interacting with the audience, you would think there's no way this guy is, you know, funny or there's no need to laugh at his jokes at all because he's just really aggressive and just very unpleasant. Right, and right. I felt like I was a bit unfair to to them. Now, with that being said, now if I was nicer, my set would probably would have went better. But that doesn't take away from the fact that not all the people there, but a lot of the people that were there, were just really not very nice people. They're not pleasant people. Right, right. They're yeah. Ju they're just not well-mannered. I know it sounds very <laughs> pussy of me to say these words, but that's really what it is. They're just not really nice. They're not nice people. They're just not good. There was a group of them that became the that became the majority because they weren't because they weren't shut down. Yeah. That's really the problem. The, the truth is there was probably about 5 out of the 50, there was probably about Five or six very vocal, white trash, rude people. Yeah. But they became the collective voice again because yeah. consequences weren't handed out. No. Because of fear of their whole group leaving. Yeah. Uh, because they've never been to a show before. Mm. Because they've never been told how to act before. And then that took over. And that's the problem. Because there was a whole half of the room... That was amazing through the whole show. Yeah. For for everybody said I feel. Yeah, yeah. And uh and then these these people get robbed. And it's always the it always feels like that at a comedy club where it's like, oh, we're gonna start the show late because there's like a few people still outside smoking and it's like, well the majority 
is in the room and doing what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. and they will suffer for the few who don't think that the rules apply to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what that whole show seemed like. That's what that, kept that happening. Was is the majority the theme, kept the suffering of, uh, yeah. because of a few people mm-hmm. who don't feel like they have to follow rules or order mm-hmm. or like any amount of respect. And it's a real shame to let those people win. Tell us how you really feel. I think that's like, <laughs> I think that we should look at that. Yeah. I would have rather just given the polite people the best show I could. Yeah. Than really turn the few trashy people into people that appreciate my comedy. Well, there is a, a thing to that, right? Because it's like, um, you know, I remember one time uh, there was a competition at Absolute, uh, Absolute Comedy right. Club. And um, you know how those competitions are. The first the first uh, day, uh, there's nine of you, and uh, you perform in front of the, the owner and a bunch of the signed pro comics to Absolute. Right. And then they judge you, right? So I did really well on that night, and... You know, the owner kind of said a lot of nice things. But then the next two days are left are left to average uh, audience vote. Yes. So the second day, the one after the first one, it was uh, it was like a whole group that bought the, the that like kind of ha- had the reserve the night for themselves. It was like a, I don't know, an organization, foundation, whatever. And there was like mostly 16 year olds. Yeah. In the audience. And so yeah. I went in front of them and I fucking I just ate it like they just didn't like me. Yes, because your your jokes are like they're not a, for them. They're, they're just an not, adult man they're, talking yeah, about they're, problems. Yeah, there's not. It's not for them. Yeah, and uh, I ended up uh, placing really low that night because there was five of us. I probably wouldn't be surprised if I placed fifth. I right. Did, okay. But I didn't place in the top three. But then the last night of uh, of audience voting, it was just a regular comedy night. People buying individual tickets or whatever, and uh, I came first. Right. But because I came last, the time before it just didn't. Your uh, numbers weren't high enough. You didn't get through. Even though I came first, I think I came first in the first night and the last night. But the the whole point of this example is to say that there are some people. Well, let's say that I kill for sixteen-year-olds, even though that would be great. But then I would question myself because I'm like, why are a bunch of sixteen-year-olds laughing at what I'm saying? Right. Right. Am I childish enough? Am I not serious enough? Like. Right. Because, you know, it's just like there's certain crews of people that if they laugh at your stuff, it's good. But it's also kind of like, you know, maybe leaves you wondering, like, are we supposed to make every group laugh? Are we supposed to kill in front of everybody no matter what? Or are there certain people that if you don't do well in front of, it's okay to not do well in front of? It's just the, yeah. kind of the the, the, the dilemma. So it, I don't know yeah. if that's exactly what you're trying to say with this group on Friday. That you you hope that you look obviously I'd I'd love it if my jokes could make as many people laugh as possible. Of course, of course. I guess what I'm saying is that like I I don't I should do a better job at um, ignoring people that have no interest in actually listening to a show. And focus on the people who are actually engaged in the show. Now, yeah. sometimes that is hard because when you hear screaming from an audience, loud hard. chatter, yeah. it's extremely distracting. You'll see other people turning and looking at those people. So after a while, you're kind of like, 
Well, the people who are into it can't even be into it anymore. Because you're distracted. Because, again, these two people are robbing yeah. everybody of yeah. that. So I watched the footage, and uh, one thing I noticed is I would say, I would say something like, uh, to that side that's very disruptive, I would say, like, oh, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm ignoring you. And then I would address the the side of the room that's into it. But yeah. then if one of them says something, I'd be like, what? Like, I'm not even sticking to my to own guns you just said, because I'm yeah. so I'm so frazzled and I'm so just like all over the place mentally. So if there's a single sound that comes out that I know is maybe combative or something like that, right. I, I just have to turn to it and like face it right away. Meanwhile, it's probably best to sometimes there's some audiences where it's just best to ignore them and just keep doing your thing and like try to find the people in the room who you know are paying attention yeah and kind of cater to them and hopefully that will be enough to get everybody to to kind of win them over or have the people that are talking settle down yeah yeah sometimes that does happen for sure it it does happen sometimes yeah but you know overall um you know that's that friday show was it was easily one of the the toughest audiences I've ever performed in front of easily. Yeah, yeah, you it's really easily, didn't have a good time. No, I was, and like I said, majority of the responsibility lies on on me. I definitely did a lot of things wrong that I shouldn't have done. It was a a lot right. of things that were mistakes that I I shouldn't have made. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, it's it's. I feel like it's good that I noticed them, and I, like I said, I rewatched the video again, and like yeah, uh, yeah, and you can learn from uh, that. I had to, and, I had uh, to watch it again, and uh, it's it's good, it's good. And then, like I said, <clears throat> we talked. I talked to uh, Michael Moses afterwards, who was on the show with us, uh, and because uh, I wanted to like get like his, uh, he, you know, he's a very honest guy, you know. So I just wanted to ask him how he felt, and you know, it was good to kind of talk to somebody who is really that's the good thing about having comedian friends who are very serious about comedy and uh you know want to be the best they can possibly be yeah yeah because there's no point because then you have these people who are like oh you had a good set i'm like i know it's not a good set don't tell me that that's not there's nothing more annoying that's not what i want to hear when you've eaten it yeah i'm not a I, i you know it's very hard to not be in your own head as it as it as it is and to have somebody make kind of make you feel delusional by telling you that you had a good set like if i were somebody that would just take compliments easily then i would have probably left that night thinking oh i had a good set but we were right. like no there's a lot of things i did wrong it was right. not a good set right. i shouldn't be happy with it and adjustments adjustments need to be made simple yeah, as that i hear what you're saying that's uh um <clears throat> i think there are points to like uh like Eric was talking to me after the show. Eric Johnston was the headliner. And I'm uh, trying to sell stuff after the show. Got my merch and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be on. I'm still like a little annoyed by the behavior of the room. I, you know, I caught wind of how rude they were to you. Yeah. Plus, I didn't like some of the stuff I had to deal with up there. So I'm kind of. Uh, I'm there, but not really happy to be there anymore. No, it's true. Very true, yeah. So I'm set up with merch, but I'm not having a fucking good time. Like, I'm like, 
I'm like the cuntiest salesman. You want to just shirook in the ever. merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People's yeah. faces, really. I don't want to talk to anybody. No. I want It's like you buy it and then get the fuck yeah. away from me is my attitude, which is not a good attitude yeah. to have. You almost like want to, if they buy a sticker before you hand it to them, just wipe your ass with it and you're like, here you go. Just spit on them. Just yeah. do whatever. And then I was told, like, I was like, well, if you're going to be this mad, you, there was no point in you even setting up. Setting up shop. Merch. Yeah. And then I got, like, a little mad hearing that, but Eric was right to make that point. And then he was talking to me about the next day because we had a private party in Fort Erie that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, man. He goes, these people have never seen you before, so they don't know that you could do way better than you did there. They just know what they saw. And that's what they're going off of. And maybe they enjoyed it, and that's what they're going off of. So you just have to, like, kind of seem positive and stay out there if your plan is to sell merch. If it's not, then go right home and be miserable if you want. But that's not what I decided to do. I decided to hang and try to sell merch, but with the worst attitude possible, right? So I should have either... Pulled myself out of it or, or just, just headed didn't home set up. And, yeah, yeah, and just uh, stewed my anger. No, and I, and I think that is something that's very, very, I think that's very true. Uh, and I've heard uh, there was a headliner, I'm very horrible with names, but a very funny guy. And um, we're, you know, you know how like you sometimes when you see a headliner that you like and they like you. So you just start talking back right. and forth. And, yeah. You know, just, and I was just like asking him, you know, questions about comedy, whatever. And uh, one of the things he said, he goes, uh, even if you felt like you didn't have a good set, that's okay. But also don't kind of like shut people down or give or like come or give off a bad energy when they come over and compliment you about having a good set. Like if somebody comes up to you and says, oh, that was really good, man. Don't be like, oh, no, no, that wasn't or whatever. Like they just like say thank you. Why? It's because like Eric said, this is what they've seen. Right. They don't know what your full potential is or your your, your best night is. They right. they don't know that. They, they this is what they saw and to them that was good. Maybe it's because you know, again, they haven't seen much comedy. They maybe it was funny enough for them. You know, people it's different right. what makes people laugh, right? Yes. Some people like things for different reasons. So, it's good to like for yourself to know whether it was good or not. But kind of disassociate that with how other people feel, because we tend to feel like if we, if we had a bad set and somebody complimented us, like we just said a few minutes ago, your reaction is to be like, ah, oh, stop lying to me, whatever. I don't need to hear this. Right. But it might be honest for them. It might be true yes. that they enjoyed it. You know, you you can also tell yourself that yeah, they might have liked it, but to me, it's not good. But I'll still take the compliment. Yeah. Kind of, and it's like you said, nobody wants to see somebody when they leave the show. Be just negative and like angry, angry. And yeah, if you want to be angry sure. somewhere, just go home. Just yeah, and that's very, very true. And it's something that I really, um, I believe it's something. It's another thing that I want to do in the future as well. If I'm happy with my set, I'll, I'll greet people and be nice. But right. if I'm not, then I'll stay away from everybody just so they don't get to Ye- see me like right, that. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's more annoying. When, because I I guess I get it from audience members because like they they haven't seen everything. No, you do. It's really annoying when you don't feel like you do you did well, 
And then a comic is like good sex. I'm like, you shouldn't be just throwing that out no. to everybody. No. I think that's a problem. And that's very true, man. That's very true. Uh, yeah, audiences, it's different for audiences than it is for um, comics. Like if you're a comic, especially if a comic that where, who you run in the same circles as, and they've seen you, you know, have better sets or worse sets or whatever it is, and then they see, tell you, oh, good, good job or whatever, yeah, it feels like... You just you're very uncomfortable with the silence, and you saw me, and you felt like you had to, say, had to something. say something. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, uh, yeah, you know what? It's just uh, I know what it is right anyways in my mind, and I'm preparing for it mentally, so there's no right. need, you know. Yeah. But people deal with awkwardness in different ways. It's true. They feel compelled it's to true. say something. Um, it's very it's very easy to be in your own head, man, and just be negative about it. But uh, yeah, I um. I uh, I definitely was <laughs> definitely definitely was a brutal uh, brutal weekend for me. It was the only thing that was on my mind the whole time. Right, right. Yeah, it was very hard. Yeah, it stuck with you for a bit. Yeah. Eh? I'll say this though. There's something outside of comedy. I'll say this. Um, I watched uh, a while ago. I forgot to mention this, but I watched something a while ago. Uh, Mr. Fantastic or Captain Fantastic, the guy that raises seven kids on his own after his wife dies or whatever. Okay. You know that movie, right? No. You know that movie. The guy, the hippie dad that raises like seven kids on his own out in the wilderness. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You yes. know that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a scene in that movie that was really, really fucking insightful. And it's very hard to like for movies to be insightful sometimes. But uh, there's a scene where his daughter was reading Lolita. You know that book about like, the old yeah. guy is fucking the 14-year-old? Yeah, yeah. So she's reading it, and uh, the dad looks at her and goes, uh, what are you reading? She goes, hey, I'm reading Lolita. And uh, he goes, oh, what do you think about it? And she goes, uh, it's very interesting. And apparently all all her siblings were yelling at her for saying the word interesting. Like, oh, don't say that, don't say that. And it turns out their dad was raising them that the word interesting doesn't mean anything. You're right. kind of saying it because you don't really want to say how you feel, how about, you really feel about yeah, it. And, yeah. and I've noticed that I, yeah, as everybody, you know, yeah. I use the word interesting a lot because I don't want to say what I really mean. So I'll go, now the new thing that I'm doing right now is like cutting out the word. Whenever I feel like I want to say the word interesting, I stop for a second and like say what I actually really mean. What you feel about just, yeah, just, yeah. Just, which is really I like tr- that. It's very yeah. true. I like that a lot, and it's like it's another thing that I'm trying to like do more now. It's I eliminate the word interesting out of my vocabulary. Right. And just actually like, yeah, your cunt is smelly. That's what I want to say. That's what I wanted to say. That's <laughs> it's an interesting vagina. No, that's what's in my heart. That's really what's in my mind. Yeah. And then how was the rest of the weekend? Did you? Just did you get to do anything else, even show wise, or just in your personal life, or did you just sit around and think about? Feel bad. <laughs> no, I, that was uh, that was uh, that was Saturday. What I did, uh, which felt like a Sunday, uh, but on Sunday actually I did something very nice. I went out on a, a very small lake in Toronto. That's okay. very. F- like where a lot of people go and uh, go kayaking and stuff like right, that. Right, right. And um, I went there and I went like kayaking there for in, in the morning and it made me feel really, really nice. It felt nice, really good. Man. It was very, I was very calm afterwards. 
it was a nice like small workout i wouldn't say i necessarily like broke a sweat or anything like right, that but right. it was just very nice very nice weather and just drifting in the water and just even though it smelled like shit but it was still peaceful if you you're just part take, of lake ontario it's, it, it, that small lake opens in on lake ontario okay. it opens up afterwards onto lake ontario right, right. but uh the stream itself was very nice there's a lot of houses that were open on on those lakes which I don't even want to begin to think how much those houses cost because they're in Toronto. Yeah, they, they, they're yeah. like a cottage off the water in the middle of Toronto. Yeah, those must be like millions of dollars. I want, but like that would be a great oh. house to have in the city, but it's also on the lake. Oh, speaking of rich Toronto people, I didn't even tell you this yet. Oh boy. So I go and do this private party with Eric Johnson and Michael Moses Where in was it? Fort, Erie Fort Erie on Saturday. Yeah. And I'm there, and as soon as I get there, it's like these like older, not super old, but like middle-aged Italians, older than me, anyways, yeah. right? Like Gen Gen X okay. Italians, yeah. And they're uh, they're joking around with me. They keep calling me Wayne's World. They're like, "Oh, hey, Wayne's World. Hey, it's Wayne's World." I'm like, "Ah, oh, very good." You know what I mean? <laughs> very good. I don't care. Uh, interesting. It's, like, it's like a lame joke. I'm like, that's a very interesting take on me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they fucking start calling this one guy in their group. They go, buddy, you look like fucking Rob Ford. To one of their friends, they say this. Yeah. And I just make a joke and I go, just because he smokes crack doesn't mean he's like Rob oh, Ford. Oh, boy. Just a little joke, right? Ooh, and then I can go, already sense where it's going. Do you, Can you? Go ahead. But I think he didn't like it. They go, the people that hear me say this go, hey, we knew him. And I'm like, what? They're like, we went to high school with Rob and oh, Doug Ford. Boy. They're good guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's they so... were cool. It didn't get super weird. Okay, good. It really didn't. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, you know, I was just, yeah, I was just joking around, I'm just fucking around. What do I know? At this, you know what at I mean? this point, how's your diabetes at that point? <laughs> it's still good. It's still stable. I'm, it was stable at the time. Um, and they're fucking. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay, man. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. You cool. made it weird by saying it's okay. Just say. Uh, they, they were like, they made it weird by saying, oh, it's okay." It was, no, it was I like, wasn't weird anymore. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that it's like. That you knew that you know him. Yeah, it's funny to me. I'm like, well, did you guys smoke crack with them? Yeah, and like, what are you defending? Also, uh, but you know, I went to high school with people. If I found out one of them smoked crack, I'd still be like, that's a bad move. That's a bad move. Good people, bad move. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's not like, some I mean, jokes. I mean, about it's not it. morally reprehensible re- 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 to do drugs. It's just no. It's I don't just, think that's. I don't. Yeah. Nobody. But that's how that. they treated it. Yeah. That's how they treated it. That that's what maybe they thought I was yeah, saying. Yeah, because they were like, "Hey, don't say that." No, they were like, "Fuck!" If anything, they were being ruder to Rob Ford. They were ripping on their buddy for looking like him. Oh, they were doing was, it as a compliment. Yeah, because you, because they were making fun of. He, they were fat shaming him. They were essentially fat shaming. And you're Rob saying, Ford. "Hey, just because he smoked crack doesn't mean, mean that he's, he's uh, Rob Ford. Ford." You know, that's, that's yeah. so you were more joke. accepting of. He should be friends with you, really. If anything, anything. well, no, the guy who I kind of like, they were making fun of. He didn't care at all. Oh no! It was like this lady who was like, uh, "Hey, we knew him." Makes sense. And now. I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay." And then the guy, and he is dead now, so that's like yeah, part of it too, I but guess. But the guys wouldn't have 
said anything anyways. If it no, was, the guys they would have given a shit. They would have probably laughed if she wasn't there. But of course, yeah, she, she, she had, got serious. Yeah, she yeah. had to ruin the moment, obviously. Classic, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Lady move. <clears throat> and just there, was, uh, there was a lady there, too. It's like every time you made a joke about yourself, she'd go, oh. Oh, I hate that so much. And then much. you had to like deal with that, which oh, was fucking... God. That's always a really, thing too. It's really brutal when on. It's like don't feel sympathy for me <gasps> that way. I don't like that. There's nothing more annoying than the yeah. awe. Because there's a like there's there's jokes to be had right now. There's no. It's not a serious thing. Um, but yeah. But overall, like uh, I, I I was gonna say something. I totally forgot what it was. God damn it! This is really not good podcasting to forget stuff. Um, but. Um, but yeah, overall, like the show went well. I'll probably remember it down the road. But overall, like the show went well. <sighs> yeah, they were really nice. It was like a guy's fiftieth birthday party, so he's, it was very much. that soon. We had to make the show about them, which was fine. Yeah. We get it. It's a private function on the property that they rented. Mm-hmm. Guy's fiftieth birthday. Um, they had like a photo album. Like he had known these people. His whole life, like his whole, like for years and years and years. So I was like, okay, this is all about them. This isn't so much about my jokes. I would stray from material to talk to them and make that funny. And and that did well and everything was fine that way. The only thing that didn't work was my Rob Ford joke before the show. I was off stage. Nobody acknowledges that. Because uh, they're best friends with them. Yeah, but uh, no, the show itself was fun. They fed us a fuck ton of food yeah. after, like we couldn't get out of there until. Did they cook Michael Moses? Ate. They did. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I would love to hear what they have to say about Michael, about Moses. If they were gonna rip on him, what they would call him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't say. Oh, that was another thing I said too. <laughs> Here's the thing, because there was this one guy. It was the same guy they were calling Rob Ford. He's talking to me and he goes, hey, man, they're they're racist. They just keep ripping on you for how you look. And I go, if that's what you think is racist, they're going to hate my black friend. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm like, you're going to hate this black comic Yeah, I would that love to see how they chip on him. I don't think they made fun of him at <laughs> they all. They might put a noose around him like, oh, this is funny, huh? 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 Like, I think at one point during his set, he did say, he's like, did you guys post about the Black Lives Matter no. movement? And this lady was like, no. Of course. No, absolutely. No. They love- I was like, you're mad? Yep. But I guess you do love Robin Doug Ford. Nice. So uh, why would you support Black much. Lives Matter? Why would you as ever? As, as soon as you told me, like, kind of people they are it makes sense yeah yeah kind of like i'm like oh, yeah. that checks out it would definitely okay. be very uncomfortable you know. for moses if he was uh you know if they were like looking around to see what tree would be nice for him you know, like, uh, good god just they weren't that racist i don't <laughs> like, think i don't know i hope not, I hope not. <laughs> for moses sake really that's well he got out of there he's good. still alive I'll call so him later we, to check we on got him. we got him out of there it was oh, that's fine. good that's good yeah um <clears throat> yeah uh it's good though that uh, you, you know. Did you feel like uh, you look back at your summer? You feel like you had a good summer this year? 
Ah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next I don't thing. Know. What do you want me to say, dude? The year's been shit. Yeah. The year's been fucking I feel like everything I don't know. I'm an impatient person. But no, I meant like I feel like I, I everything's like, moving too slow. No, I didn't mean like career wise, because obviously that's you know right. there's no point of asking that. Okay. We all know how it is. I'm just meant like on a personal level. Like do you feel like you've done enough activities, like maybe with your family and friends and stuff like that? Yeah, I guess I've been pretty yeah. active. It's been yeah. tough because it's like Kitty's working longer shifts and then mm. she's exhausted when she's done. Yeah. Or it's just also, it's like, it's our first year with the house. So we're just doing stuff here a yeah. lot too. Yeah. It hasn't exactly been a super fun no. summer. No, it if hasn't I'm been. I'm being completely honest, it hasn't been this Mr. Yeah, fucking no, adventure no. kind of summer <laughs> for me. It really hasn't. No, I mean, for you, yeah. But also, I think, like, for most people, it's also the same too, right? Just like, um, uh, if you look at it really in general, we as comics, we don't really get to have a lot of vacation anyways, even though that you make your own schedule, everything like that. But it's right. really the schedule that you make is based on what shows you get and just getting in as many shows as possible. So taking time off for us in general feels like a nightmare. Right. Let alone when you're faced with a situation where you can't work. So you feel bad. Yeah, just like not yeah. being productive. That's a big part of it. It's hard for us to like stay put and just like do nothing. We always like yeah. have to. We didn't even stop doing the podcast or. You know, no, no, it's we just couldn't how, stop. So we no. just just go like just we can't stop working. I'm always trying to be busy as much as we can. Yeah, you you try anyways. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it could be a lot worse. I'm not super happy with. The way things went. Yeah. But I guess it could be a lot worse. I'm trying to. I don't know. No, it's very I'm convincing to, like, the way you say it. it to, <laughs> I do. I try to. You know, I have fucking good days and bad days, and my health hasn't been the greatest. No. Uh, lately with my diabetes, I was talking to you a bit yeah. before the podcast where it's like, yeah. I don't know why my blood sugars have been running so high, but it really does like. It changes your mood. It physically exhausts you. It can cause, um, like damage later on inside, like organ damage. It can it can affect your kidneys. It can also affect your eyesight. Um, it's almost like having a period. It's been. I don't fucking. I think it's way worse than having a period. And feminists, <laughs> you can call in, and I'll fight you on this one. It's far worse. <laughs> I've never fucking heard of a woman getting her period and now she's colorblind. No. Like that happens to Is diabetics. Is that something that would happen? That can happen to diabetics. You can go completely blind. You can lose your eyesight oh completely. God. You can lose a foot. Well, ladies, you know what? I'm so, sorry. Try to get pregnant uh, se- yeah. seven times a year. I fucking... I think I win this one, ladies. You do. I think I do. Fuck, we need to... Yeah. It's so weird. Like We definitely need like a diabetic national day. Like like a holiday for people don't see it as a serious problem and i don't want to play a victim here or anything but, like but you that, are i really am not yeah i really hate someone well, we'll i used to date this girl yeah and uh her mom had diabetes uh-huh. and she'd be like oh jason i don't wish it on my worst enemy and i'd be like very good you're a 65 year old housewife so who's your worst enemy like yeah. what are you yeah Talking, stop crying. You know, yeah. I, I really do hate it when the people. The 65 year old it. lady next to you that has AIDS, her, probably. Her, her neighbor like or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who has like a worst. Yeah, who just uh, shows off in front of her. But um, 
but I will say this is that it is an invisible disease. Like, you know, when someone's very sick with cancer, mm. it's uh, it's very hard sometimes to tell when somebody's very sick with uh, diabetes sure, or you, had diabetes sure you for do. a long time. If they have a limp to their walk, you're like, oh, somebody's lost a few toes today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody knows that either. You didn't know that at the beginning of this whole thing. But you, but you have all I'm, your limbs. I do have all my you're limbs. good. But I'm still young. No, absolutely. And I've had it for a while. Yeah. So yeah, you're who good. knows what the future holds? Oh God. I'm serious though. That oh, I'm serious too. I hope it really. I, w- I don't wish it had worse not. enemies. I'm not saying. I'm not like when they cut up my foot. I'm gonna come to you and be like, I fucking told you what happened. I'm not hoping for it. It's your profile picture. I just come limping over to you. You're like finally pirate themed. You're into I'm it. The, yeah, you know how much I love that. You get a tattoo of me. Absolutely. You fucking Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's just like. Uh, you have to deal with it for a long time, no, it is and, definitely then, an ongoing and then sometimes thing. it can be really tough. And it's been uh, it's been hard this the, yeah. the last like month or so. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I got to get in with my specialist. You can't see buddy in, anybody in person right now still because of COVID. Um, I'm gonna have to make a phone call next week and try to make some adjustments because it's just it's staying the same where where it's like really high and really uh, it's been really hard to control the last no that's while, uh, so. well I mean I all, all kidding aside I really do wish that uh, I hope, really hope that ever everything with that settles over because it's very dangerous to have that for a very long time like you had it now. Um, and it's so weird because with diabetes, like I, it kind of runs a bit in my mom's side of my family. Right, like it, right. It, it, diabetes runs very deep in, in with them. But like, um, like I have a, I have an uncle whose kids, uh, they've all pretty much most of them, not all of them, but most of them have diabetes, and they, it's hereditary. Like they're right, young, right? Right. They had it like the same way that you have it, and um, it just sticks with you forever. It's just your all your whole life there. is just your managing life, it, just dealing with it every day. Yeah, every day. Every day is a struggle. You just got to do something for it every day. And then sometimes it feels like you're doing everything right. And then the sugars aren't lining up. And that's kind of where I've been the last little no. bit. So it's been really frustrating. Well, folks, I mean, please, for the love of God, send all your best wishes to Jason. <laughs> yeah, thoughts and prayers. We that's want him to we'll stick around for longer. We've got like at least, you know, two years of this podcast. And uh, so we want him to be around. Um but uh, yeah, no, dude. Like, we'll we'll hopefully keep you guys posted about that. If the next week, <laughs> well, if I'm not here next week, you next know week, why. If, I die. If, if he's missing something, we'll we'll let you know. But hopefully, he's got everything. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Any anything else going on? I That's got nothing. It. I, got I don't know. No, I'm it's, tapped. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna cut it right here. Uh, we like to thank everybody that's been listening for real, though. Uh, we do appreciate your continuous support. It means a lot to us. Um, and uh, we're trying to figure out the video thing, okay? We don't have a professional producer. We're just two dummies that are learning this technology on our own. Right. So don't... I don't want anybody getting mad at us or anything like that. All right? We're trying to figure it out. If you have any tips, you try fucking solving it, okay? We're doing our best, but videos will be coming hopefully con- consistently. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll figure out. Maybe we'll start a GoFundMe for Jason's blood sugar, and maybe we'll use that money to funnel it to buy something. Oh, can I push? Uh, can I do this before we Please go? Please do. Can do I, it. Uh, I got a new show. Oh, at, my God. Uh, can I say something about this? Please. First of all, we've been together. We've been together. 
we've been friends for for a few years now. Uh huh. And the 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 one time you do a show, it's the theme of it is something that I would not be able to contribute to whatsoever. Here's the thing, though. Okay. People are gonna say shit like this because I, I already know this like, is coming. I from like the concept. Don't I like the concept. I good. like the concept. But here's the other thing. I'll I say. hope the show does well. Listen, I really do. Listen, fatty. All right, hit me. The concept. It's it's called Spawn of Karen, and it's comics, preferably, whose mom are named Karen, who will either defend the Karen name or be like, "Yeah, my mom's a total Karen." Here's some stories about yeah. her being a disaster. Yeah. However, I do leave it open to if you even have Karen stories, which yes. we all do. Yes. Of that stereotypical, let me speak to your manager type of Karen, mm. which would include somebody like you, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> so do not think of me as leaving anybody no, out. No, I'm just pinching I your nipples. Try to... I'm I just, try to spread the wealth. I'm just pinching your nipples. I'm very. I really. Uh, but plug the show, please. Tell them where and when but it's, it's uh, be. September 20th, Sunday, September 20th, in the main space at the Comedy Bar, 8 p.m. Ten dollar ticks. Get them in advance. Comedy Bar in Toronto. I think Bring it's on Bloor Street West. It is 9:45 Bloor Street, Street West. West. Bring your moms. Please do support the new show. And uh, as usual, follow both of us on the social medias. Uh, I changed my handle. It's AJ Bait now because oh. people are telling me that if you want to be taken seriously, you have to have your own name and your handle, which Ugh. I agree with. All right. You That's know, fair. Thanks, mom. And uh, it, <laughs> thanks. That's a Karen story right there. Uh, no, it's uh, at AJ Bait at it's AJ Bait on Instagram, AJ Bait uh, Facebook, Facebook, and uh, for Jason, Jason A Comedy on Instagram, and that's Jason right. Allen on uh, Facebook. I don't like the way you said that's right. Uh, <laughs> podcast right. in search of Zen podcast on Instagram and in search of Zen on Facebook. Uh, anyways, that's it for us. We'll uh, hopefully you guys tune in uh, next Tuesday. That's it. That's it. Bye.